You have reached Pod Level Midnight, a conversation show about sports, movies, and whatever else we find along the way. I'm your host, Josiah Dury. Let's go. excited to welcome back to the show uh david gomez and tonight we're going to be talking about king richard the new movie that's out in theaters and uh, and on um, hbo max and david's here to talk about the movie and what worth what our thoughts of it were uh, he is a well david i'll let you tell the people but you have some tennis connections yourself so that's why we wanted to have you on here today so um yeah welcome back and what's your kind of tennis background yeah thank you again Josiah, for having me um it was awesome last time um, so yeah, so I mean, I've been, I've born, been born and raised in California, um, actually in my hometown of Riverside, um, haven't left in Catherine, my friend Catherine always calls me uh, Mr. Riverside, so she'll yeah. let that Notice I didn't too. introduce you as from LA this time. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Um, anyway, so yeah, um, I actually have a baseball, uh, background growing up. I, uh, I played baseball for like the first, you know, 10 years of my, of my life. Well, I mean, until like when I was three, started when I was three, um, so about 10 years away baseball. And then I got pretty, uh, my dad's pretty tough on me and, uh, I kind of quit. Well, I mean, I did quit. And, um, I, I wanted to find a sport that was like polar opposite to baseball and I found tennis and it's been my passion ever since I was 13. Um, so I played in high school, um, and I've been coaching tennis, um, at the high school that I work at, uh, for the last, this is my 14th year coaching now which is pretty, pretty wild to think that I've been coaching that long. And it's funny because this morning I actually gave a lesson to my, uh, my young cousin. It was like her first tennis lesson. I don't really do lessons outside of my coaching for the, um, my high school, but um, it was, um, it's kind of cool that, you know, we're doing this tonight and I had a, I give a tennis lesson this morning. It's another little fun fact about today, I guess. So. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I'll, we'll get into it as we go, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on kind of the Obviously, there's lots of tennis training in this, so what you thought of, of that. But yeah, for those that don't know, let's give a little bit of the details of the movie itself. So I'm sure people have seen you know trailers and everything for it, and probably a lot of people have seen it already. It's been out for over a week now, um, but it's called King Richard, and it is about Richard Williams, who is the father of Venus and Serena Williams. And it's just about their story growing up to becoming um, professional tennis players, and obviously two of the best, I don't know what you want to say, David, but top five for sure, uh, women's tennis players of all time. And yeah, it's mostly focused on, on kind of his raising of them and the plan that he had set out to kind of very strictly keep them on this course to try to really plan out their future and make them become tennis stars. So it's about their story. It stars Will Smith as uh, Richard Williams. And then um, the rest of the, there's a few other supporting roles that are pretty like John Barenthal and um, others that are like well-known actors. And then the two um, actors that play the, the younger William's sisters were not ones that I knew of, you know, they're obviously teenage actors. Um, it's um, Sayana Sydney and Demi Singleton who play um, Venus and Serena. So I think they did a great job. And obviously Will Smith is the, the guy that's headliner. Getting, the headliner. Exactly. <laughs> yep. The guy that's getting people to see this, um, to see this movie. And I know he's, he goes all out as far as I think he wants to win an Oscar. Right. So, um, I mean, so I, th- I think, I think he does. And I, he, there's a good chance he might. Yeah, <laughs> so. He'll get nominated. I think oh, um, he's sure. doing, he's doing the accent. He's doing the mannerisms and stuff and it's a good and performance. Those, and, sure. and those short shorts. <laughs> throughout the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. So uh, just off the top, what did you, what did you think of the movie? 
I mean, I, 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 I was kind of hesitant going into it just being a, you know, well, let's, let's back up a little bit. So uh, my favorite tennis player actually is Venus. Um, I've, I've always loved just how she conducts herself on the court. You know, she's such a humble champion compared to her sister, <laughs> which those, those of us in the tennis community, they'll know exactly what that means. Like Serena has that passion and that fire and that, that just that, that unrelenting will to win. And like Venus is kind of like, she wants it too, but she's very more, she's, she's more subtle about it. Um, but anyway, so I was kind of hesitant, hesitant to go into this because the, the trailer looked really good. Um, I'm not the biggest Will Smith fan, I will say. Um, and I know I'm like, that's a rarity because I, I feel like he's beloved by so many people. Um, and he's made such, he's made some great movies in his career. Don't get me wrong. And like, I love Fresh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Don't get, like, that's one of my favorite shows. Um, I don't say growing up because I'm, that kind of ages myself. Um, <laughs> I, I was like really little when he, when it was, uh, I was still quite little when he was um, making those shows. Yeah. It's the reruns um, on Nick at Night, right? Like same That's thing right. And and there's actually, I heard there's going to, they're, they're rebooting uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. They just, they just hired this new actor, this young kid. So I don't know if you heard about that. That's maybe something we talk about later. Um, anyways. Sounds like a bad uh, idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, I have a little tiny grudge with Will Smith, a little personal grudge. <laughs> so I'm a big Independence Day fan. And when they did the sequel to Independence Day, you know, they killed him off like in the beginning because he, he didn't, uh, he didn't uh, join the cast or there was something he wouldn't do it. He didn't want, didn't want to do the sequel. Um, and so I was kind of bummed about that because I love, that's why my favorite Will Smith movie is Independence Day. Um, my siblings and I always watched that growing up and uh, I was kind of bummed when he uh, didn't sign on to do that movie. So anyways, um, other than that, he did very well. Like you were saying about his mannerisms and um, just how he you know, embodied Richard Williams. And just so people know, um, I know that there's been, I'm not sure if you heard about this, but there's been some controversy about this movie, of course, like I'm not surprised. Um, <laughs> thing that people went into the movie thinking it was going to be about venus and serena no it's called king richard hello people when you buy your ticket it's called king richard so you have to know it's going to be about the dad and he was a very difficult man <laughs> he was not he was not a nice man he he and i think he was he was rough around the edges so much because he just he grew up in such a tumultuous you know um community and had to fight for everything um and he wanted to instill in his daughters you know hard work and um and uh, just ethical practices of how to how to earn every single dollar that they have and not to be take it for granted because he didn't grow up with that um and when you were talking about his plan for his girls um i believe it was like a i think he said it was a, a 78 page plan he had for these girls and it's 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 amazing what they did and the one person i think doesn't get a lot of credit is the mom right. um in in the movie her her, her real name is orison price um, and, um, that's Venus and Serena's mom, their actual, uh, mom and dad are, uh, Richard and, um, and Orisine and the two other uh, older daughters in that, uh, of the four girls. And they're actually their half siblings, mm -hmm. um, from their mom's previous marriage. Um, but it was like a whole family, a family affair and their dad was just, I mean, you know, we hear that, you know, parents live through their children. Like, I think this was an example of that. Um, he, he wanted, he loved the game so much and he saw, you know, all of these, you know, athletes making all this money and, and he, they never saw any African-American people very much in this, in this sport. And they, they put themselves on the map for all these other, um, you know, um, players of color to go and have the opportunity to, to become tennis players. Um, here's one myself. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, like you said, it was kind of, some people were mad because, you know, you think you're going to get a movie about the Williams sisters and it's about them growing up, but obviously it's about 
um, Richard Williams as, as the kind of center of the frame. And we should also note Venus and Serena were both executive producers on the That's movie. Exactly so they had, right. you know, some sort of a influence mm-hmm. over it and wanted this story to be told in this way. Uh, maybe we can talk about it later, but I know for me, one of the biggest things was it just made me want like a five part, six part, whatever documentary about their actual careers, you know, which isn't what yep. this movie's about. Um, so it made me want that, but this is, you know, tell a different side of the story, which is good. And I was really interested in knowing not a ton about Richard Williams, but knowing a little bit that he's kind of in that, um, like you said, intense, <laughs> intense man or intense dad kind of zone that some other star athletes, I know like Tiger Woods, dad, other people like mm-hmm. that, um, that kind of get, you know, there's, there's great things about that. And there's some dark things about that too. Right. So I was mm-hmm. curious to see kind of how they portray it. And it's, you know, with his daughters being, you know, having a lot of influence over the movie too. It's, it's very positive, which is good. Um, I don't think you, you know, I think that there's certainly a lot of positive aspects to take out of that. Um, a lot of people are calling it kind of like a, a crowd pleaser or kind of a down the middle classic sports movie, which I think it is, which is, which is good. Mm-hmm. We need movies like that. For me, I would be interested to know a little bit more of like exploring some of the negative impacts of, of that sort of lifestyle growing up, right? Like they get into it a little bit, um, especially with Serena, but um, that's just kind of, you know, not every movie needs to be like that, which is why this is kind of a refreshing, you know, mm. movie to see. But I do think that that's kind of a side of the story that needs to be told too with, and they don't make him out to be perfect in this either. Oh, but no, I not do by think, means. Yeah, I do think there's a little bit left on the bone there, I guess, as far as exploring some of those things, which it doesn't do in this movie, which is fine. This is, this tells the story it needed to, and it's, um, I think it does a good job of that. Yeah, and it was interesting um, is that, I was, what I was just thinking right now, uh, today or after uh, pretty much when the, when his girls were uh, starting to become famous, like in the middle of their careers, um, he kind of stepped away and he's very private. Now you never see him. He's, he's almost 80 years old. I mean, he just had a son, I think like five or six years ago, which is really interesting. Um, so he's a, he's a, an old dad. Um, and, um, you know, he, um, he, uh, he, what do I want to say? He, he knew what he wanted to do and he succeeded in it. And one of the first memories in tennis, when I was watching tennis, I'm um, growing they, up, they succeeded in it, but yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry. They succeeded. Yeah. Uh, did I say we, I said, we, right you now, said he, I? but I'm oh, just, he? I'm just okay, saying yeah, we sorry. need to like, okay. yeah, he the movie um, gives succeeded. all the credit to him. Right. When it's like, they had to do yeah. it. <laughs> oh, for, oh no, for sure. But, but there, there wouldn't be Serena or Venus if it wasn't for their mom and their dad. Right. Like, simple. For sure. I think at, at the end of the day, that's what the story was about was, you know, this family, you know, grooming their kids to be, um, you know, superstars and they believed in them so much and they sacrificed so much. Like, like Richard, I, I didn't know this part was that Richard Williams, he was a security guard at, um, at a swap meet overnight swap meet Remember in the movie. He, mm-hmm. he, um, he was a security guard, um, and then his mom was a nurse, I believe. I'm sorry, their mom was a nurse or she worked in the medical field. Um, and she was the one who was working while he went and, you know, trained the girls. And um, I mean, his, his, their mom and she, and, and the, the mom trained the girls as well, right. too. I, I don't think she gets any hardly any credit for that as well because um, she loved tennis, too. And it put a strain on their relationship in, in the movie. And, and just so people know, they're actually, they're divorced. They've been divorced for a long time now. And they kind of show that towards the end of the movie that, you know, their marriage almost came at a cost for them being, you know, successful, their daughter's being successful because they, they had, they had very different ways of going about things. 
Um, and the one thing was that their mom was saying, I, if I recall in the movie, she was like, you can't treat people like that, you know, like these people are trying to help us. Um, because um, in the movie, um, they, you know, Venus Serena's story is all about them growing up in Compton um, and where, you know, tennis, no one, no, no one knows what tennis, there's like one court there and they always had to clean it and it, it had cracks in it and it, it kind of, you know, made them very humble in the very beginnings of their careers where they, where they learned to play on this court. Um, and you see him with a with the with the shopping cart full of tennis balls. And there's actually a, a the the movie poster is is him pushing the girls in the tennis uh, cart with the tennis balls, which is a real picture. Mm-hmm. Um, that at the end of the movie, they have a, they do a little um, montage of all of these old pictures, which was really cool. I think that was a really cool um, touch to it. I know a lot, a lot of documentaries like documentary type movies like this always do that, and it was cool to see, um, you know, where they got their inspiration. Um, but um, yeah, that yeah, always that always works unless unless a movie's like so far off that you can't recognize the pictures. But anytime you show it, yeah. it's like, oh, they actually look like each other or they're wearing the same yeah. things, which is like not that hard for them to do as the movie. But I feel like it always works for the audience to be like to just have that extra connection to the story, you know, when they show that at the end. So anytime a true story like this does that, I think it works. Yeah. And it was interesting. You said earlier about, uh, you know, this is it almost felt like part one of a six part documentary on HBO. And you're right. I, I want to. I want to see more. Like I, I know a lot about this family, um, just watching them over the years. And I've done, I've read books about them in magazines. And like I said, um, actually, uh, fun fact, I actually uh, watched Venus and Serena play against each other at, at Indian Wells uh, a few years ago, wow. um, which is kind of a nice segue into, I'm not sure if you heard about the, um, there, there was a big controversy um, at Indian Wells in the early, I think it was like, t- like the early 2000s, I want to say. Um, where they, they were, uh, Richard was accused of, of fixing matches. Like Venus and Serena were supposed to um, square off in a semifinal at Indian Wells, and at like five minutes before they were supposed to have their semifinal against each other, um, which they they played against each other. You know, I think over fifty times I want to say in their careers. It's it's a, it's, it's amazing that how many times they played against each other, um, and uh, you know they were they were booed. Uh, Serena was Serena was booed, and all of them were booed at the championship match a couple of days later. And they were they were slinging you know derogatory language and hurling curse words, and like they stopped coming to Indian Wells, which sucks because that's like the called like the fifth major in tennis, and that's right in my backyard in uh, in, in Palm Springs over here. Um, and so I never got to see them. And then finally, a few years ago, they decided to come back, and I was so fortunate. Um, my mom and I went to the match, and we're like. Cause she loves Venus too. Um, we're big Williams um, uh, fans in our, in, our, in our household and we got tickets and we got good seats and it, and we got to see the match. It was amazing. Venus won, um, which rarely happens yeah. these days because Serena is just the, she's the best of all time. And in the movie, her dad even said this quote, which really a couple of quotes stood out to me. Um, the, the first one was that um, he told Serena um, that um, because I'm sorry, in the movie, they they got a coach but he only he only would uh, coach one of them for free so they chose venus because she was the oldest one only by i think they're only like 13 months apart um and so serena had to take a a back a back seat to watch her sister and i remember when they were at at the end of the movie they were at the um the bank of the west open uh tournament which is um held traditionally at um stanford university and um uh, Venus was playing there and we'll get into that in a second. Uh, and her dad told her, you know, Serena, Venus is going to be number one, but you're going to be the best of all time. And lo and behold, that's exactly what has happened. Yeah. And 
knowing that now you wonder if that was the line they put in the movie or if he actually <laughs> said that but uh, but it still I worked mean, yeah it was because this is it, i'm sure I, I hope i hope it was true like because right. that's awesome <laughs> yeah i mean he he predicted everything else that came true so i wouldn't be surprised so so did you being more of a venus fan uh, this movie does focus on her more with her being the older older one and kind of her being the first one to step into this pro career so did you enjoy that kind of focus on her rather than Serena is kind of an afterthought in a lot of it when, for those that yeah. know, you know, Serena is kind of the more well-known one, at least now. Yeah. I mean, you know, Venus is in a lot outside of tennis, you know, for like gender um, equal pay and things like that for women, for women. And she, she's in a lot for the sport. She, there'd be no Serena Williams if it wasn't for Venus Williams and there'd mm-hmm. be no v, Ser, a Venus, a, there would be no Serena Williams for Venus and then vice versa, no Venus without Serena. Like it, they, they would not exist if they didn't have each other. It's, it's really interesting to think about that. Um, but yeah, no, I loved um, that they, you know, f- featured Venus. Um, well, I mean, that's, that's what the story was about. You know, right. um, she, she was, she was the, the eldest of, of her, of Serena and she got the opportunity. And um, one of the funniest things, and I, I was so pleasantly surprised. So do you remember when they were um, at, one of the tournaments that Venus was in and Serena entered herself into the tournament and no one knew about it. And she was, and her mom and dad caught her like on a court, a few courts down that court was actually filmed at the Monk, uh, the Claremont country club in Claremont, California, not too far from me. And that's actually where we, uh, my, my high school tennis team, where we play our Southern section CIF matches, our championships. So I've been there many times and we've actually won champ. We won four championships there. So when I saw that, I was like, Oh my gosh. I turned, I turned to Catherine cause I went with my uh, best friend, Catherine and my roommate, Aaron. Um, and I was all like, that's the Claremont club. And I was like, this is so cool. It's just, in, just in my backyard. And um, it was just, I was all like, I know that place. It was, it was so cool to see, like, I've been there. I, I was by that tree, you know, like watch, I was, I played tennis on that court, <laughs> things like that. Um, but um, back to Venus. Um, I, uh, I, I really liked how they, they, they centered on that a little bit, but again, I want to see, I still want to see, you know, their careers, even though I know a lot about it, I yeah. want to see it on film um, because they ended, they, they ended the movie um, in 1994. So there's still, you know, the next 18, seven, seven, 18, 17, 18 years to come. Um, and they're still playing. That's, yeah, that's the, the crazy, crazy thing. <laughs> there's my whole life. They've and, been playing since, you know? Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Um, and they're still playing. And a lot of people credit Richard for them still being active players um, in the, in the top 100. I mean, Serena's in the top 10 still or top 20, I believe Venus is like right outside the top 100, but um, was because that they didn't play junior tournaments when they were growing up. He refused to have them play junior tournaments because he wanted them to have a normal life um, and be kids. And, you know, I don't think he gets a lot of credit for that because they would not be here if he did not burn them out. Um, because a couple, one scene that was really, um, kind of provocative in the movie was, um, had a center on Jennifer Capirotti, which was at the time, um, the best American tennis player. This is like early nineties, uh, keep in mind. And she got into, um, you know, some unfortunate substance abuse, um, troubles. And, um, that was actually one of the first coaches that they sought out, sought out for Venus. And, um, they got, they got away from him. Um, and then they found this other guy who <laughs> I, I'm forgetting what his name was. Um, and uh, he moved them. Uh, Richard told them, he's like, we're going to come to Florida. You're going to move us out there. You're going to give us a house. You're going to get me a job, but it's not just Venus that's coming. The whole brood's coming. Mm-hmm. And it was, it, he was like, and this coach believed in Rick, it. And Rick he, Macy. Yeah. Yeah. Macy. That's right. Yeah. His Academy. And, and um, 
was it is was it Bradenton, Florida? I want to say. I um, thought it was close to Orlando because. Oh, it was by it was by, by Disney, Disney and stuff. World. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, and a little. I, I thought they were gonna um show this in the movie, but one of the funny things, one of the funny anecdotes that I read about was. Um, when, so again, he thought that he was just going to, you know, bring Venus and Serena over or just, uh, um, Venus over. Um, and then like, they're like, yeah, we're going to Disney world. And he, they took like their entire family to Disney world. And it's not just like the girls. It was just, he really, you know, he knew what he wanted and he knew this guy wanted them and he knew he trusted in them, um, that they were going to be stars. And I mean, it's, I'm pretty sure it's paid off, you know, for his Academy and, um, uh, I mean, that can be a movie in itself right there to find out what happened. Um, but it's just funny how Richard was like riding in his golf cart and <laughs> he was, uh, you know, eating hamburgers at the, at the snack bar and like living, living, living the life in Florida. Um, and uh, yeah. And then now, now they actually, they reside in Florida. They call that home now today. So. Yeah. So like you said, they did grow up in, in Compton and that's kind of where the first half of the movie or so plays out in their first, you know, until Venus or until yeah, Venus was, I don't know. 11 or 12 or whatever, when they mm-hmm. moved out of there. So you are in Riverside and obviously mm-hmm. not in Compton, but as far as Southern California, the portrayal of that, what did you think of that? I mean, you already said you were, you've been to one of the courts that they were at. So well, well, that, anything well, that, else that stuck out to you as a, as a Californian? I mean, um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've driven past Compton before and it's still a pretty rough area. Um, but um, it's funny. So we go from, from, from Compton you know, and there was that scene where, you know, there was this group of gentlemen who were, you know, um, uh, making some sly comments to one of Richard's oldest daughters who was like doing her homework on the court. And uh, it was a rough neighborhood. And I don't know how true, how true this part of the story was, but the scene where he has had enough and he's going to take the gun from his job and go shoot this, this, this person who was being disrespectful and he has made threats to his family. And then the guy gets shot up right after the liquor store. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I don't know how so I looked that up that afterwards because I was curious too. And we're yeah. like, there's no way this happened though, exact way it shows in the movie. Yeah. But he did say that he um once, and this was in, I don't know if it was in his book or something, um, he had, you know, there were these gang members or whatever they were that would sometimes hang around the courts and stuff. And he said one day after um driving, well, as he was driving home, he saw one of them had been shot and saw him in the street. So, okay. um, so I don't know if he was necessarily going to retaliate at, you know, at that moment or anything like that, but it was um, at least something that was present as far as, you know, gang violence and those sorts of things in that yeah. neighborhood for sure. And it was interesting too the way that they, that kind of turns then where once they're starting to have success and stuff, the community is rallying around them and mm-hmm. supporting them, right. And protecting them from anyone, you know, coming outside and just like, um, hearing stories about, you know, people coming out of whether it's Compton or other places like that. And it's like the community wants to see them succeed, see them um, get out so that they can then, you know, make a better life and hopefully, you know, come back to the community then and help to um, alleviate some of those issues as well. So, so that was really interesting. I think that they, you know, they don't go into that a ton, but that that's present in the movie still, I thought was, was good. And I think, and I also think that's a big reason why he had, um, was it, wasn't it Macy, um, you know, relocate them to Florida to be in a, you know, more sa- a safer environment um, because it was always risky going out there. I mean, any time of the day and his, their parents knew it. And, um, you know, even the neighbor across the street, like I thought that was really interesting too, who was, you know, called CPS on them and were 
Um, like again, I don't know how 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 much truth it is to that story. Again, in movie magic, right? Um, but uh, how they were called, you know, by the by the cops that they were abusing their kids, and they're like, "No, we're not. We have valedictorians. We have doctors. We have two tennis superstars." Um, and the, it's like it's like I, I felt that that Richard Richard Williams always felt like the world was against him, you know, and this was his way to show the world like no you're not I'm, the world's not against me um I, I i have a purpose on this earth and my purpose is going to be through my daughters you know um and, and and his other kids too because his other kids are successful as well he actually has a lot of kids i don't know if that many, many people know about that but he has a lot of kids um but um yeah especially with being and serena they were his they were his ticket to you know validate his 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 place on this earth in a way you know yeah, and speaking of the other kids, so their oldest sister that is shown in the movie mm-hmm. before they move to Florida, she's like she just graduated from high school and yeah. stuff. So she's like, "Where well, I'm staying here, I'm gonna you know yep. continue my life here," and she was actually shot and killed um, in Compton like several years later, which is a yes, you know, yeah. a really tragic thing. Yeah, I believe I think her name was Utenda. That was mm-hmm. um that was right before the Australian Open. I remember, and um, Serena um, was just coming back. From like an injury she was like ranked like in the 80s she, she got into the australian open as a wild card and she dominated that tournament just out of pure you know just wanted to play for her sister who was you know gunned down back in la um and um i believe i believe it was los angeles she was um she was killed over there um but um yeah it was it was it was a sight to see like i, I remember watching that entire tournament i always make sure to watch all the majors um, you know, the Australian, the French, Wimbledon, and the U.S. Open. Haven't been any yet. Those are my bucket mm-hmm. list. Um, but um, I always I would love it. to go to the U.S. Open. I, anytime I watch that, it just seems like the I, greatest I want to go to Wimbledon. Wimbledon is oh, my dream. Yeah. That is my honestly. Gotta wear all white. Top. And yes, and wear all white and eat strawberries and cream and champagne. <laughs> <laughs> and buy a towel. And But I, it's really tough to get into Wimbledon. Yeah. But yeah. That, 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 um, anyways, but yeah, there. I remember watching that tournament. And Serena was just such a, she's such a fierce competitor. Like I just, it's so admirable to watch because she, she does not give up on anything. And I feel like she, she, she's more like her dad in that way. I feel like, you know, her Venus is more, you know, quiet and humble, like her mom. Um, But don't get me wrong. Venus has, she has that, that quiet confidence about her, which is, which is can be even be deadlier at times. Right. Um, and they're, and they're so loyal to one, like this family is so loyal to each other. And like Venus and Serena, like Serena has taken away over a dozen majors from Venus. Mm. Like the history of books will show Serena will have the most of all time, in my opinion, over t- probably over 25, um, majors. Venus has only one, um, I believe seven, um, and five Wimbledons and two us opens. And even that in itself is amazing. But yeah. I mean, Venus has played against her sister so many times and has been on the losing end, but she's taken it with grace. And I can't say the same about Serena because Serena hates to lose. Um, but they always say in their, in their post um, post interview uh, interviews after their matches that if, if it's not them who's winning, they want their, uh, the other, um, their sister to win be the winner of all of these and they've played doubles together for many years too right yes they have mm-hmm. yeah they've won they've won uh three gold medals um together and then each of them has won have won um i believe a singles gold medal as well um so that's uh and, and they want to play in uh where's the next olympics going to be at the summer oh uh uh france in paris right and paris yeah that's right paris in 2024 i believe um 
I think that's correct. You fact, you fact checking me. <laughs> I don't know. I know it's coming to is it LA in 2028? 2028. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah, they won't be playing anymore then. Uh, dude, don't don't be surprised. <laughs> I'm telling you, don't be surprised. If that that's only seven years from now, almost six years from now. Yeah. I mean, one of the might be co- an oxygen tank, but you know they might still have. To me, it was good. And part of, you know, I was once again watching it just like I want to watch a documentary about just all the footage of their, you know, early matches and all the, you know, those stories like you've told me about some of them. I didn't really get into, you know, I always knew who Venus and Serena were. I never really watched tennis super closely until a few years ago. And I've become a really big Naomi Osaka fan and I followed mm-hmm. because of her. But, um, and her match with Serena was one of those first ones that I remember oh my God, very clearly. But we don't have to get into that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's just thinking about how crazy this story is that two sisters would become two of the top, top three, top five, whatever you want to say ever mm-hmm. in their sport, you know, just that there's never been a sibling pair that is, has matched that or, you know, that's just so crazy. I mean, the only one I can think of is like the Manning brothers, you know? Like- yeah, but they're, I mean, they're both hall of famers. Which, well, Eli's not in the hall of fame, but um, <laughs> but top five ever, you know, yeah. that's the crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know where you, I'm sure you'd have Venus high. Cause you, you love her, but yeah. um, I think most people would have her top five for sure. And then Serena is pretty consensus as the, as the goat. So mm-hmm. it's just a crazy story. Um, and one that I want to, you know, hear more about what, before we get to the end of the movie, cause I know you want to talk a bit about that match, but what were your thoughts on just the tennis itself? Um, the way that they, portrayed the matches the training did it seem pretty authentic to you the way that they did it i know it's hard to you know for actors to look legitimate at some of these sports things and sports movies so what did you think about that oh it was great no it was really good i mean the actors who actually those young girls who um played venus and serena they actually learned to play tennis and they were good like i was watching um i actually watched um there's a you know that red is i think called red table talk with um will smith's um uh, wife jada they Mm -hmm. it's like on facebook i want to say i believe um, they, uh, they interviewed, uh, Will Smith interviewed, um, Venus and Serena and, um, they, uh, what were they saying? They were saying that, um, you know, those girls, um, they were great tennis players and we'll ask them like, Hey, did you guys get, you guys hit with them on set? They're like, no, we should have. That's such, I don't know why we did. I mean, they're busy making a movie and movies, you know, cost money, but, um, they, uh, they said those girls were great. They learned to play tennis. Um, all the tennis seemed authentic. I know, I know uh, it's, it's as a tennis player, you kind of go into a tennis movie, like, okay, how is this going to look like how you were saying? Cause I remember seeing, oh my gosh, I think the movie called Wimbledon with like Chris Kirsten Dunst and some other dude, I forgot what his name is. And it's just like, it's like CGI tennis. I'm like, how can you do CGI tennis? Like that does not make sense. There's nothing natural about that. Right. Um, but um, yeah, no, no, that they did great. Um, the actors did great. You know, the, their form looked good. <laughs> If I'm giving my, my coach's critique. Um, uh, yeah. And, and, you know, they talked about this a little, little bit in the movie that tennis, you know, tennis is a, is a cutthroat sport. I don't think people realize that just the, the social and political side of it. It's, 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 it's hardcore. Like, you know, these parents, I was talking to my cousin this morning, her mom, you know, that uh, they're at the, the, some other lessons from the city that they were taking. And these parents are just like, these helicopter parents who are just so my kids, the best, my kids, the best. And it's, it's very cutthroat. And, um, you know, tennis is, is, is a gentleman and, and lady sport. Um, we don't use, uh, I mean, outside of professional tennis, we don't use, 
uh, or collegiate tennis, we don't use line judges. We make our own calls. We're mm. one of the only sports that does not have officials, you know, and it's, it's, it's on, it's, it's on the, it's based on the honor system. And if you don't instill that in your kids when they're at an early age, like, I mean, there was a, there was a scene. I, you remember when um, the girl's dad was telling her to call it out, even though it was in clearly in hit the line. And it's just like those it, that happens so much. And it's, it's, you know, tennis is a very, there's such a small, like in any professional sport, there's such a small percentage of these, of these young athletes that actually make it pro and are successful. And like you were saying to have two in the same family, like that is just, I don't see it ever happening again. Like there's a, there's a lot of, um, a lot more siblings on tour on the W2 and ATP tour. Um, but nowhere near to the extent of success that the Williams sisters have had. Yeah. Um, so the, he talks a lot about hitting with an open stance. Is that a, is that a real thing? What's the, what's your take on the open is. stance? You pro is. or anti? It, you know, what's funny is I was talking to my, I was, I, I know when we started this, I told you I was giving a lesson to my cousin this morning and I told her, do not hit an open stance. <laughs> it's, uh, but there's times where there's times where, I mean, it, it is beneficial sometimes, but it's really, you're not very balanced when you hit an open stance. Um, and tennis is all about being balanced. It's really a game of millimeters. It really, really, really is. Um, and it's funny. It was funny that I was thinking that too. when he, when they were at the Academy, um, which by the way, I thought this was really, again, I don't know how true the story is when we saw Pete Sampras and yeah. John McEnroe. First of all, I'm like, I, I, I forgot to look, I'll look it up but i'm like john McEnroe was before pete sampras this time but yet they look the same age and i'm right. like uh, i'm not it didn't sure look very much like that really. <laughs> i was like there's no way this was real but and he was like hey pete hey john i'm like yeah they just be be there at the open club like nobody there but i don't know anyways um uh what were we talking about oh yeah open stance um yeah i mean it, it that's how he taught them and that's how serena and venus play us they generate a lot of power um, it's not, uh, you know, that it's common now. Yeah. yeah. It's not for everyone, but a lot, but I mean, again, a lot of people do that now because of, because of them and see how much success they've had. Um, and no one's going to argue with it. Look, I mean, <laughs> they yeah. have 30 grand slams between single slams between each other and over eight doubles. And they even have mixed doubles championships too. And on top of gold medals, like it's insane. It's, it's so insane. All the, all the success that they've had, um, in a sport that, you know, really wasn't that welcoming to them. And, you know, was, it was a really tough, um, I mean, you know, use the, use the, um, the, um, example of, you know, breaking the glass ceiling, they shattered it, they shattered it. And without them, there, there would be, tennis would look very different than it is today, for sure. A lot, it's very, it's a lot more physical than it always, it'll always be mental. Um, but I mean, the physicality in tennis now is just, it's absurd. Like, have you ever seen a professional tennis match before in person? No. Yeah, you need to. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it is, uh, tennis gets a kind of a bad rap, you know, when you watch it on TV, it's, it's not the most engaging and exciting sport to watch. Um, not, not like those, you know, those last two Minnesota Viking games, which has been crazy. Awesome. <laughs> every game this season. <laughs> I know. But every I have, game is, since every game's been entertaining. Since I've started following it more closely and watching, you know, mostly just the majors and stuff, but um, specifically for, uh, to kind of cheer for Naomi, it's been, mm-hmm. yeah, I've been really entertained and I've watched more women's and men's honestly, but um, I think once you know who the players are and a little bit more of their stories and their, you know, strengths and weaknesses and stuff, then it gets a lot more interesting and, and compelling mm-hmm. to watch um, just because there is, 
yeah, you know, the game within the game, as far as every point, every game, every game, every set, you know, yeah, and it's, so. It's, so, it's so funny when, you know, you talk about like Osaka, like, cause all of these younger players are coming up and they're always making the comparison to Venus and Serena, like, Oh yeah, they, they were, when you were, you know, in your fifth Wimbledon, they were just being born, you know, mm-hmm. and things like that. And it's, it's just, it's funny. And it just, it's a testament again to, you know, their dad not burning them out and they're still playing. Like it's, 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 it's wild, you know, and you know, it, it's a lesson to be learned. Like don't burn out. I mean, the average tennis player, you know, retires before they're 30, you know, and Venus is going to be 41 this year. And Serena, I believe is going to be uh, 40 in September. Yeah, Venus's birthday's in on June. Oh, it's Federer. He's like mid forties. Right? Oh, don't get me started on him. He's not. <laughs> let's talk about Nadal. I'm a Nadal fan. I can't. Don't get me started on Federer. So, as long as it's Wait, not no, Djokovic, yeah. yeah. What, what? Yeah, oh, that's another one. Oh, I don't not, like him. Quite sure. Um, but uh, what was I going to say? Um, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> well, the one I don't, you know, follow close enough to know when everyone kind of um, debuts and stuff. But I know, like a couple of years ago, when Coco Goff started, and she was like fourteen mm-hmm. or fifteen, and that was one that was like, you know, one of the youngest players playing in in majors and advancing and stuff like that. So that was interesting, just how young you know they start. And so, so with that, we can transition to when Venus was fourteen, which was this the last match of the of the film. And I'm curious if you had any thoughts about kind of that stage in your career kind of where they would end this if you like that decision or not this is you know spoiler alert a match that she ends up losing to um vicario right sanchez vicario yeah Mm -hmm. um who was like number one or number two player in the world um so it was still a a real um kind of putting her on the map moment and she also then make has a uh sponsorship deal and stuff that happens after that so but your thoughts on kind of that match itself and the decision to kind of let, have that be the climax of the movie. Yeah. You know, what's interesting is I've heard about this match, but I, I, I never knew actually how it ended. Like I heard about this match that she played. Uh, it was actually the second round of the bank of the West classic up in Stanford. I believe it, I believe it was Stanford at the time. Cause I believe it's still there. Um, and um, you know, there's this big old hype because everyone knew that Venus was Venus was already famous because they knew that she was like the top ranked American. Uh, ju- okay. Even though she wasn't a junior player, she still had like this following that everyone knew that she was, they were waiting for her to turn pro. And again, in the movie, her dad would not let her turn pro. Mm-hmm. And it just, it was like clawing and scratching. And finally her, she asked, um, uh, it was Venus's decision if she wanted to do it. And her dad finally gave in. And if, I kept thinking like, when is he going to like, he kept saying like, I'll tell you when she's ready. I'll tell you when she's ready. And I'm like, dude, like she's trying to tell you she's ready and she's beating everyone in these tournaments. Um, and then they're, they ended up staying at this, uh, the Macy uh, Academy, you know, for like, I think like two or three years and they hadn't played junior tournaments. And it was her, it was like one of her, her it was her first professional, I believe her first professional uh, tournament um, as a pro Um Again, she was playing against Arantxa Sanchez Vicario, who was number one in the world. I believe she was from Spain. Um, and uh, I mean, I didn't know what happened until this is the first time. And I'm like I said, I'm a very, very you know passionate Venus fan. Um, but yeah, so long story short, she's winning this match, and then um, this this uh, girl she's playing against, Vicario, decides to take a medical timeout. She's up like middle. four games to none or something like that. Yeah, yeah. She, she won like Venus won the first at like six, three, and she was up like four love or four, one or something like that. Um, and the second set, she's up, she's literally about to close the match. And uh, Vicario decides to take a 
a medical timeout or I'm sorry, it was a bathroom break, I believe. Yeah. She wasn't even hurt. She went to the bathroom and, um, it was a really dirty move on her part. She knew what she knew what she was doing and players, uh, they've actually changed. I believe they changed the rule, not because of this instance, I believe, but the, a lot of players have used to abuse that bathroom um, timeout in a way to stop the momentum of the, of their, of their opponent. Cause if you're on a hot streak in tennis, you, you have to find some way to get them out of the rhythm or you're yeah, going to be, you're going to be steamrolled. Um, and that's exactly what Venus was doing. And that's what's it's, so interesting watching sometimes is how you think, you know, the scoreboard says one thing, like someone's up, you know, five, one or five love or whatever, but it's like when something turns, it turns like that. And it can be a run exactly mm-hmm. the opposite way. You know, once something gets figured out or, or someone loses it, that the confidence or the feel or whatever it is. Yeah. It's it's tennis is a crazy sport. Like, again, I'll talk about, you know, my cousin's lesson this morning. Uh, you know, I always tell my kids, you know, tennis is really 70% mental and 30% physical. It really is. It's such a mind game and you don't have to be, you don't have to be the, you know, best athlete. I mean, it helps obviously, but if you, ha- if you have the best mind out there, you're going to win. You really are. There's, there's not so much that someone can do with their physicality. If, if you have a, a better mind than your opponent, you're, you're going to be successful. And um, like, I was never, you know, the strongest tennis player. Um, I built my skills and became a strong tennis player, but I've I always had like that mindset, like that cat and mouse game. And, um, again, I understood to get your opponent out of their rhythm, um, which is exactly what Vicario did was they made Venus. Um, it was funny. Cause when, when, when this happens as a tennis player, you, you're not supposed to sit down because if you sit down and start to cool off. Right. And I was like, I remember I was watching the movie and I was all like, don't sit down, <laughs> don't sit down. And I can see her dad was kind of like mouthing that too. Like, don't sit down, don't sit down. Cause then when she sat down, it's like, you knew right then it was going to flip you know, and, and then Venus started to get cold and she had, you you give your opponent, you get Venus had to think about it. You know, it was kind of like, she's like, Oh, wow. I'm, I'm about to be the number one in the world. And no one expected this from me. And even though she might expect it from herself, um, but it was a really dirty move that Vicario did in any ways, but Vicario ends up winning like the next eight straight games to win the last set, like six love or six, one or something like that. Um, And uh, you know, it's, it's funny uh, because um they made it seem like it was like, Oh, this is Venus's shot, you know? And like, it wasn't, it was just, it was something she had to overcome. Like she's overcome so many things in her career, you know, both in the press, both, you know, physically, both, you know, personally, um, you know, um, she's always, you know, had to overcome things just like her dad. And I think, I think that's a, one of the, one of the biggest lessons that they learned from her dad is that they didn't give up and you have to be, um, he always, it's interesting. He always taught his girls to be polite. They were so polite in the movie, whether, and they're, and Richard was polite too, to a certain extent. Um, but I mean, Venus and Serena are very polite people, but Venus says, I remember I was watching that interview on the red table talk, whatever it's called. And she was saying something like, um, she's like, I can be, I, she says something like I can be respectfully, I can respectfully disagree with you. Um, but she's like, don't cross me or something like that. Like, you don't want to cross me. And I was like, I, those are the people, the quiet ones that, you know, are, have that quiet, um, the quiet, um, confidence about themselves and, um, that you got to watch out for Cause she, right. she, she's a true champion. She really is. Yeah. I, I think for anyone that didn't know, like, and they, you know, in the credits, they show their, some of their accomplishments and stuff. I think they list the mass, the major titles and those sorts of things. So, you know, you obviously know that this is just a, even though she loses the match, this is mm-hmm. setting her up for her, what's going to be an all-time great career. But 
it's still a weird way to end a sports movie in a way. Yeah. But I do think it worked because th- running through the whole movie is this, the subtext of, you know, these are two, you know, young black girls that are breaking into a white sport that's been, you know, very controlled by rich people and white people. Mm-hmm. And um, they're really changing that. And you talked a little bit about it earlier, just as far as like who is seeing themselves in tennis and who is going to become influenced by them and, you know, change the course of the sport. So after the match, you know, she um, is leaving and walking out and everyone's you know, waiting there to cheer for her. And you see kind yeah. of that um, kind of come to fruition as far as the, the diversity in the, in the crowd and those that are, are looking up to her. And then of course she'll go on and Serena will both go on to, to live up to that and more as far as people being able to see, see the success of, of these black women in this sport. So that was something that wasn't like, it doesn't hit you over the head in the movie with it, but it mm-hmm. was definitely part of their story and a significant part of it that was met with some um, resistance too, as far as them breaking in similar to, in a way, uh, Tiger Woods in the, in the same decade, breaking into a, a sport that had largely been um, a white sport. So yeah. Um, and so that's don't an get interesting me wrong, part too. T- yeah. Tennis is, tennis is still run by, you know, yeah. the rich. It really is you know, and who, I mean, just like anything with who, you know, but it's still, it's still considered, I mean, that white sport, like you say, you know, um, it's, it's a, it's a multicultural, it's, it's, it's an, it's a, it's a bigger international sport now. I mean, tennis is like, when I think of international sports, I think of tennis and soccer, Mm -hmm. like those are the international sports on on our planet, Um, you know, and, and it has been, of course, it's more inclusive and everything, but but um, it's gone a lot better, but it's still run by money. It like like most professional sports are, you know. Right. But tennis specifically, I mean, you know, most tennis players start out when they're when they're literally two or three years old. And like I just started playing tennis when I was 12, 13. And I mean, I've been pretty successful just locally, but I mean, I I start I, I wasn't I was old in in, yeah. in the in the in the realm of tennis. Um, really old. Very, it was ancient when I started playing tennis. And, um, you know, it's, it's something that, you know, culturally, again, there's a lot of politics, a lot of politics in it. Um, you know, it, it's, it can be very negative, but it's, 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 an, it's such an, it's an individual sport. Like people who don't play tennis, like it, it is, it is, it is a hard sport to play. Like it, there's a lot, a lot of different types of scoring, uh, or a lot, I'm sorry, intricate scoring, I would say, um, you know, both mind and body and agility and, it's 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 a hard sport it really is a tough sport to play but it's so much fun and what i love about tennis is you could play when you're two years old like i was saying and you can play when you're 92 years old mm. it's one of those sports that you can continue to play no matter what age you are yeah one of my, professionally, one of my friends in high school his dad was a tennis coach and he would always say that too he'd try to get us to we played messed around a little bit but that was always one of his things was like something you can play your whole life so that and golf so yeah. Um, do you have any other thoughts, last minute thoughts on the movie? I mean, I just, I, I again, I was pleasantly surprised. I, I like it. I was going to, I'm going to watch it again. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, probably watch the next couple of days. I wanted to watch it before today, but it's been, I'm putting up Christmas decorations around my house. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm that person. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it was just, it was really good. Um, you know, and again, I, I, I think it's interesting how, when where you were saying right now, like, where they stopped the movie in 94 when Venus, you know, lost that really uh, controversial match when her first, when her first controversial match of her career. Um, and uh, because the, I mean, if, if they dug deeper into, you know, more tournaments, you couldn't stop, you know, <laughs> like you, you, right. you, you would have to keep on going. You'd have to do like an intermission and then like come back and watch another 
you know, 12 hours of a film. Um, but I think that was really smart where they stopped it. Um, and, um, you know, it's, it, it's, it was, it was really good. The acting was really good. Will Smith did a great job. Every actor did a great job. And again, the movie was about Richard Williams. It was not about his daughters. His daughters played a huge role in this movie. Um, but his daughters would not be here if it wasn't for their mom and their dad. And how you were saying before, Venus and Serena were executive producers. They had a lot of say in this. They love it. Every every interview that I've seen, they're they're happy with it, how their dad was portrayed. Um, I think they said he's, he, I'm not sure if he's, he's seen it yet, um, but um, they said that if you were to see it, um, he'd be really proud of it. Um, again, Richard Williams is a tough cookie. Mm-hmm. He, 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 his, he's a victim of his circumstances, right? He, he grew up, um, you know, very, in, a, in a tough community, like I said, and I mean, his, like, like, like any goal of any parent is to, you know, make your, make your child's life better than your own. And he had this vision for his kids. He was turned down by so many people and he just stuck to the 78 page plan. Um, and I mean, he raised two really good people, I think, you know, like, yes, Serena, you know, is, is the vocal one and the aggressor, um, but she's a champion and she can back it up. Um, and, and, you know, she's, yeah, she's had some controversies in her career, um, but I mean, who hasn't? Yeah. Um, and, and also too, who hasn't come from where they'd come from? Think of that. Who has not, a lot of these players, professional players, they've, you know, the majority of them have, have been those two-year-olds who have been sponsored, whose family has money and, and um, access to resources and training and all of these other things that these girls did not have. They literally had a, a shopping cart with um, tennis balls with a dad who were short, short shorts and long, long socks. And, um, had this, um, had this, had this dream for his daughters, um, these two, his two daughters, he saw something in them before the, uh, before anyone in the world saw, um, anything in them. And I mean, kudos to him for, for, you know, raising these, these great women, these great sports icons, um, you know, and I, I hope one day I can meet Venus, uh, or Serena, I really want to meet Venus, um, or Serena. Um, but, um, just uh, being, ha- having the pleasure to watch them play against each other, especially in their, the latter part of their careers. Cause they're not going to be, they're not, they're going to be retiring very soon. I yeah. really think so. I mean, people were talking about this 15 years ago, like, Hey, you guys are retire soon. And they're not like, who knows? Like, again, Venus has talked about playing in Paris because <laughs> she loves Paris so much, but that'll be on clay, which is like her worst surface. Um, but, um, they just said they love the sport and, um, you know, again, they pursued other, other ventures in life. Like Venus has her own clothing company called 11. Um, it's called 11 because she wants to be one better than a perfect 10. That's why she has a, a clothing company called 11 and Serena's done. You've seen her on commercials, you know, and they do other things outside of life that, um, they, that they're passionate about. And they're just like anybody else, you know, think, do things that make them happy, but yet they weren't burnt out. They are still playing. A lot of these tennis players are so focused on the sport, which don't get me wrong, Venus and Serena are, and that they've proven themselves, but there's other parts of life than just, you know, being a pro athlete. Um, and they've proven that they've, they've proven that you can have, you can have both. If you, if you, if you, if you have a, a, a good team around you and you have a balanced, um, a balanced life. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely would recommend people check out the movie. It's going to be, it's going to be a big one as far as in the conversation for Oscars and stuff in the coming months as well. And yeah, one of the, 
you know, one of the great sports stories of our, um, of our generation, as far as, as those sisters. And like you said, it doesn't, it's not a comprehensive, um, portrayal of their whole careers, but you know, really, really where they started and the story that they wanted to tell in this movie about their, their father, Richard. So, uh, before we go, anything else you've been watching lately that you want to mention any other movies or TV shows or. So I have just binge watched outlander. Okay. I'm not sure if you've, have you heard of it? I've heard of it. It's I haven't a, seen it. It is really good. Uh, I had some coworkers that um, uh, turned me onto it. Uh, I believe it's there's five seasons. Four of them are on Netflix, and the other wow. ones on if it's, if it's, if it's on Stars. And then um, there's a sixth one coming out in March. Um, it's really good. It's really, 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 really good. Um, let's see any other movies. I know it's starting to become Oscar. Uh, you know, all the Oscar movies are coming out. You know, in the next couple of months. Um, I really want to watch, um, I'm going to watch, uh, what's it called? Uh, Spencer, the Diana, mm-hmm. uh, Princess Diana movie. That looks really good. Um, I know that West Side Story is coming up. I'm super excited to see that because I'm a huge West Side Story. Again, I'm kind of hesitant because you're taking on a classic. And I mean, Steven Spielberg is doing it. Though, I so. know. I know. He's behind the camera. I get it. But I mean, it'll be good. Um, That's what I told because Kirsten loves musicals. So she was like, you know, wanting to yeah. see West Side Story. And I was like. I mean, I'm kind of interested just because it's Spielberg, right? Like, I'll yeah. watch what Spielberg does. So, um, other shows, I mean, not, I mean, I've been watching Outlander a lot. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, n- n- not, not too many other movies, I would say. Um, I'm really looking forward to watching all of the, um, all of the, um, the, the Oscar movies that are going to be coming out pretty soon. Um, cause I, I always make it an effort to, to i feel like you can't have an opinion on something unless you've seen something so um uh i I always watch all the best picture all the short films um and um yeah i'm I'm looking forward to the the oscar season coming up and um it's a good time for me just because i'm gonna have some time off from school the next couple of weeks um for winter break and that's what i do a lot of my time i watch movies and um you know hopefully make it into my uh fantasy football playoffs (laughs) yeah yeah, once the I don't know when the nominations come out. I guess it'll be in the next uh, they month come, or so. They come out in January. January, yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we'll do a we'll do an Oscars preview at some point yes. here before that. Wait, That'd it's, be awesome. It's like late this year, right? It's like in March or something. Um, yeah, I, be, I believe it's in March. Yeah, they pushed it back. Yeah, because the Globes are I think in January, if not February now. Um, but yeah, the Oscars nominations usually come out like in January, I believe. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, that'll be good. All right. Well, thank you for your time. Thank you for your tennis expertise. And yeah, I look forward to talking with you again down the road. Go see this movie, guys. It's really good. It's a great movie to add to those sport um, sport films that like just Josiah was talking about. For sure. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you next time.